This is the Business Owner Challenge with Brady Marlowe of Execso. As a business owner, you have unique financial challenges, especially when it comes to transitioning your company either internally or externally. In this podcast, we address income planning for complex situations, leadership and ownership transitions, succession planning, exit strategies, generational wealth, and more. And now with a combined three decades of experience as both business owners and financial planners, here are your hosts, certified exit planner Brady Marlowe and credited estate planner Rob Wellendorf to help you navigate those challenging financial and emotional decisions. Hello and welcome to the Business Owner Challenge podcast. So excited to have my partner back today, Rob Wallendorf. Welcome, Rob. Thank you, Brady. Good to be back. We thought today we would talk about our process a bit as you think about how to design and run any good business. They say, what's your proven process? I think I've read that in a million books and Rob's created a process over time and I think we refine it uh, ongoing. We're always looking for ways to better integrate with the client and their team. Ultimately, our process provides collaboration. It keeps families together. And I think what it does is it helps make world-class decisions. It, it brings everybody under the tent, lets everybody see all the pieces that we're seeing from the client's viewpoint and make decisions uh, from on the macro level while taking into account the emotional and uh, financial situation of the specific client. So we're going to talk about that today. The very first step is uh, traditionally from a referral, either another client or advisor. And we would call that our assessment meeting, opening meeting. And during that meeting, we will, uh, when I say we, Beverly and I, one of our associates, will send Rob with a couple of items to say, collect this information, but it is in, by no stretch of the imagination, a inventory data gather. Uh, so Rob, take us under the tent to that first meeting, what you're look, listening for uh, with the first introduction. Perfect. I think we should uh, acknowledge and recognize both the, uh, uh, the fact that there's multiple advisors in the life of the business owner. If I ask the business owner, and uh, sometimes I do, not in this initial meeting, of course, but I ask them to kind of review the conversations they've had in the last three or four months with their commercial lender, with their attorney or attorneys. Uh, oftentimes there's two. There's one that works on the transactions of the business. Uh, and, and, and depending on the type of industry, the other would be uh, the litigator, uh, but then also their CPA, uh, their financial advisor or financial planner. Uh, sometimes that would be two different individuals. Um, and, and there's many others and, and they would re respond. Yeah, I've talked to you know, all seven of those that you've listed and I've had different conversations. So I, I frame that because I recognize a lot of what we talk about with the business owner uh, truly is not the first time that it's come up. And uh, perhaps it's something or a topic that has gone through their mind and they haven't had a chance to talk about it as well. So that an assessment or initial meeting 
we really want to have the business owner, uh, as we say, and you've heard in, in uh, previous uh, uh, shows, we want them to look through the windshield, really looking forward uh, and talk about what they see for their business and for their family, their situation. Um, it, it's extremely important where they've come from, however, to be most efficient and effective with our time initially, Brady, we are looking through that windshield and just trying to get an idea or a sense uh, where they're going. I think uh, uh, there's a, a couple things at play here. One, business owners um, don't work on the business nearly as much as they are working in the business. And I'm smiling to react that, you know, I, we're, we're guilty oftentimes here at Execso of the same, working in the business uh, much more than working on the business. Uh, uh, secondly, uh, this opportunity to look ahead, why wouldn't we use our uh, stepping off point? That being however they see the future, let's work to make that reality for them. So I want to uh, utilize questions, questioning and imagery for them to express what uh, ideally they would see happen with their business, ideally with their family. And I think it's fair to use this word utopia, have them start to describe uh, what their utopia would look like uh, down the road. And that's so important because I feel in a lot of these conversations, people are doing a, a backwards looking analysis. And we have a saying in, in our home, we say it's not where you've been, it's where you're going. Not that where you've been can't help inform and guide and provide experience, but we're really, there's something on their mind. There's something that's not quite getting done. Maybe they're stuck. Maybe they don't have the answer they're looking for. Uh, so what we're trying to do is like Rob said, look through the windshield and the best way to start doing that is understanding who's important in their life. Maybe that's an internal, uh, obviously spouse, maybe it's an internal person in their business. And then there are other trusted advisors. We're not disintermediating those Individuals, we're actually from step number two here, going to uh, understand the role they play and uh, get the best from them. And I, one other thing that made me think that this would be a good podcast is I think about the meetings that we've had. We had a client presentation in Minnesota in the CPA's office. We had a client out east um, where. Rob's meeting with a family member and meeting with the attorney and the CPA. Uh, we have a doctor down south where we do Zoom meetings while he's in the financial advisor's office. So I think the other advisors really appreciate the focus that we're, uh, the focus and space that we're providing for the business owner to interact with all the advisors. So one of the first items that we grab from them is a consent to share. We have them sign a consent to share form and also write their advisor list in that first meeting. What's the importance? And maybe I've outlined some of it, Rob, but when you first thought of, gosh, we really need that consent to share form, what, what's the thinking there? Sure. The business owner, as we know, uh, is extremely busy. And uh, you open the show with referencing the evolution of the process that Execso uh, is using today. And I think back 20 years uh, uh, in the past um, and 
we would procure the uh, needed documents from the business owner and there's no surprise it would bog down. Uh, so the consent to share confidentiality agreement that is signed between the business owner and uh, and here the, the uh, uh, firm partners at Execso gives us access and permission to interact with their other advisors. And in this initial or assessment, as we call it, phase, we're looking at the CPA, the attorney, and the commercial lender typically as the core three um, the commercial lender from the standpoint of getting what would be considered the most current personal financial statement. And now the accuracy of that can be uh, disputed, but from a high level to understand that picture of the business owner and uh, his or her family uh, based on assets, holdings, other business entities, et cetera. The uh, need for the CPA initially with documents is of course to get tax returns from the previous several years for all the entities and individual. And then working with the attorney, we are gathering any business agreement or agreements uh, with LLCs. We, we want to operate, or excuse me, with LLCs, we want operating agreements with uh, S corporations. If there's multiple shareholders, we want a copy of the shareholder agreement. If there's any uh, special executive arrangements that are in place or contracts are in place. And then also looking at the estate planning that's been done for the business owner um, uh, and or if there's multiple owners. In this process with capturing that information from the business owner, who are your advisors and uh, let's, let's agree to, to share information with them. What's extremely important here is the outreach that our office makes to each of these other professionals. Uh, I've heard anything from, what are you really doing? Uh, as a response, when I introduce myself uh, to the other end of the continuum of, I'm so glad you're involved. We've been talking about planning and these issues for many, many years. And you know, in this example, Mr. Jones has uh, simply done nothing hopefully together we can help both him and his family. Uh, so you get various reactions. However, most of them have been extremely positive and favorable, uh, recognizing we are all in a sense uh, uh, working in the best interests of the family. And I really believe, and I've seen this firsthand uh, literally uh, over a hundred times, um, when we all are uh, collaborating, and focused on that family, each and every advisor on the team has a place. Each and every advisor on the team has value and input. And simply, each and every advisor on the team will be compensated for their expertise, uh, all in the best interests of that owner and the family. Uh, it's, it's dynamic and remarkable both. However, as you had, had expressed, we do need to engage uh, the other advisors early and as, as we share more about the process uh, often. So when we first start receiving those documents, we keep an inventory here. And for me, it really starts to connect the dots between what the business owner thinks they have in place uh, in line with, as Rob said, that initial meeting looking through the windshield. Uh, 
trying to fill in the gaps a little bit, even on a personal financial statement. And I know the business owners listening might've rolled their eyes when we said we gather that because we understand the, uh, the hurried nature that it normally is sent off to the bank when we're, uh, you know, extending a line of credit or just the annual personal financial statement that the banker asked for. That is, however, important to understand how titling, uh, things are owned, uh, shares between different entities. We're really starting to understand uh, the chess pieces on the owner's board and how they relate to their business and their personal life. So once we have a, a pretty representation of what they have in that initial document gather phase, we have another discovery meeting with the client. And Rob, what are you looking for in that discovery meeting? Is it simply, hey, we don't have this document or is there more that you're looking for? Sure. I call that assessment conversation, that looking through the windshield. I, I just call that it really a notepad conversation. We don't have preloaded or preset questions uh, or a questionnaire per se. So as we're capturing the utopia, that picture, uh, as it's being described or been described by the business owner, the documents then allow us to look at what planning has been done and what is in place to see if there's any space between reality and utopia, gaps, if you will, so that discovery interview is not only uh, clarifying, perhaps if there's uh, some inconsistencies with what the business owner believes is in place with what reality shows upon reviewing those documents. So not only the clarity there, but also going into greater detail with the owner and the owner's family about this utopia. Uh, and a, a good example of that detail, the first time you meet a business owner, uh, I'm just gonna use a, a real example because I think that makes the most sense to our listeners. Um, and, and we'll call we'll call him Greg. Uh, and Greg says, you know, I want to be out of this business in in two years. That's my timeline. However, when you have an opportunity in a more detailed uh, discovery session where you kind of slow down and zoom out a bit. Uh, the more you talk to Greg in this example, two years would be the soonest and uh, perhaps five years would be more realistic. Obviously in planning, uh, we need to have some model or uh, target date. However, also we don't want to hold an owner to that date. So Nice to meet you. When do you want to be done? Two years uh, as I look through the windshield and then you get more time to think about it. And this is the owner, a little passage of time. We come together in a discovery meeting and they say, oh, the more I've been thinking about that, that may be too soon for me. Uh, again, one very specific example. Uh, however, it's real. And we do see in that uh, follow-up discovery where we can get more clarity on their vision and their utopia by pausing, asking questions, and just the passage of time, giving them time to think. It's a very thoughtful decision process, and I think it can be stressful. So a lot of times we see it just pushed out of the, the mind of the business owner. So as you say, that gradual stepping through, let's throw something up on the wall and edit from there. It's kind of like writing a, a, a term paper or a speech. You have to get something down on paper, and then we can tweak and, uh, or maybe a new revelation comes along. I, 
even backing out a little bit, uh, paying for college education. I've heard people sit down and say, we're paying for it all. And then that becomes different between the two uh, parents and uh, a totally different uh, outcome comes after a few conversations about it. It just helps to have that uh, thinking partner, as as we like to say, as you come come along through that decision-making process. Once we have those documents, we come up with an internal uh, case design, building a a scope of work for the engagement. And then we sit down with the business owner and really go through all of the areas. We won't go into that here. Maybe another podcast, we can talk to the specific areas that we uh, customize uh, for the business owner. Rob, would you wanna talk about what we do in that engagement meeting and the next steps coming out of there? Sure, and just by way of a brief review, think about the time that the business owner has been involved uh, in this process at this point. And we're extremely sensitive to the amount of time, Uh, but gosh, that assessment interview, usually that is uh, perhaps an hour. Uh, Oftentimes it's 45 to 50 minutes when we first meet them. The discovery interview, after of course reviewing those preliminary documents that were described, that may be closer to an hour and a half, uh, maybe even pushing a couple hours. However, when you add that together, and I'm saying this for the business owner listeners as well as the other advisors, although we are doing a lot of analysis and reading and review and framing out what we see that's in place for the owner, the owner's time commitment at this point has been pretty minimal. Um, and again, by design. So as we frame out this scope of work and the engagement essentially, uh, in your word, customize, really rings loudly, no two are the same. What we're doing is customizing and, and scoping out this project, if you will, all aspects of what we believe needs analysis uh, needs design and, uh, and the owner needs, deserves, wants recommendations and guidance on how to achieve their, uh, utopia. So the scope will give the detail around each of those aspects. And of course, that's where we will price the project, uh, for the engagement. Um, uh, so again, matching up what we see, observe and identify needs attention and uh, what it will cost to to deal with all of those aspects of this particular case. I do wanna drag back in the attorney and the CPA and the financial advisor and the commercial lender at this point too, and and need to mention, we've had uh, uh, additional conversations with each of those other advisors leading up to the scope of work where we can get some consensus and agreement on, uh, yes, if we were to accomplish these things as outlined, it would bring tremendous value and benefit to the family. Yes, that that time investment is important. I, thinking back to just last week, I've onboarded a new client, uh, was a referral from a good friend, which of course helps because that uh, sets the trust bar really high. Uh, but we've only had coffee twice and one maybe 10 minute phone call and we're already down to the step now. We've already gathered all the documents, been in contact with the CPA and attorney and his internal person at the office. So a very little time commitment on his behalf. And I think he already is feeling a sense of relief because 
the level of detail of items that we've gathered so he knows we were looking at everything. Uh, the next question that we always get is, well, how long is this going to take? So internally, we do some case design. As you said, Rob, we might have to circle back with some of the other advisors. And we're really looking to schedule a strategy presentation at that point. There may be a check-in or status calls with the, the client. So that is customized and it's a little bit different for each client, depending on the complexity. So Rob, uh, from our case design to the strategy presentation, if there's anything you want to add there or just move into the strategy presentation. Yeah, you've highlighted the interaction with the other advisors, the CPA and the attorney, et cetera, um, as we move towards a strategy presentation. The commitment we make to the business owner, uh, to our client, is that if we uh, uh, discuss and recommend any aspect of planning related to tax that we've uh, spent time designing that with their CPA and the parallel, anything related to entity or entity formation um, oftentimes involves a CPA and the attorney and anything related to legal, whether it's uh, estate planning, um, um, anything related to updating a shareholder agreement. Once again, when those discussions and recommendations take place with the client, they've already been reviewed, uh, collaborated, and agreed upon with the other advisors, once again, creating tremendous efficiency in this particular process. Um, just to clarify on that strategy presentation, we are essentially taking each section or aspect of the scope of work and we are reporting back to the owner. This is the area that we were focused on. Here's our analysis and findings. And then we put everything into uh, what I would call two different categories, recommendations as defined as we really need to get this done. And then also the other category would be considerations based on uh, your situation, based on the analysis and the time that we have uh, invested in, in looking at this particular aspect, we believe we need a little more time or a little more analysis. So again, concrete recommendations and then also considerations, things that need to stay in front of us. However, we're not recommending any action on those items immediately. And I think even in that strategy presentation, the owner sees value almost immediately because over the 60 days, maybe it takes to work through this process. Something always changes. Um, they might build a, a, buy a new building, but now that we have this model set up, right away we can start to have the discussion as to how that affects things from an estate plan, from a tax plan, from an income planning going forward. So it really helps that decision-making process and gives them a framework. Uh, and then after the presentation, uh, Rob, do we implement everything for them? Do we hand them their book and tell them to go on their way? What does the after presentation look like? We are 100% involved in the implementation. Uh, absolutely, yes. Uh, over, over the years, I have shared with you, and now I'll share with our listeners some frustration around um, what I call the binder, and that's these consulting firms, and I'm putting that in quotes, who uh, will consult in various areas, hand the owner a binder, and it really becomes, uh, for information purposes only, 
there's no action. And then again, how have we brought value and really benefited this family if we do not uh, aid and guide and assist them with implementation? So there's confidence uh, and hopefully comfort both in that we will work with the other advisors to implement all of the recommendations that have been put forth. Uh, and hopefully you can feel my smile the satisfaction, the response from the business owner and their family when things are in place uh, is just immeasurable. Um, there's just no way to to measure what that feels like or how that feels uh, to know that we are stepping closer and closer to their utopia. I think that sums it up well. Uh, contentment and allows them to keep driving forward as well. Um, the entrepreneurial spirit is strong with our clients. So having that commitment or contentment uh, in the background while they still charge ahead uh, is paramount. Well, thank you, Rob, for sharing the process that you've developed over time and how it's uh, been proven to help business owners move forward. Thank you again. Can't wait till next week. Sounds great. And to our listeners, make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Business Owner Challenge. Don't leave your business transition to chance. Your family, employees, and community will benefit from a proactive written secession and exit plan. To find out how to start, please contact Brady Marlowe and Rob Willendorf at Execso. Call 402-991-1700 or visit them online at execso.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Exexo, registered investment advisor. Exexo and Cambridge are not affiliated. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research Inc. Broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC.